and we're here to take you back to your twilight phase. Well, that, that was, was on. <laughs> that was wow. so Listeners, we're in the same place recording together physically next to each other. It's really weird. I'm touching cool. Olivia right okay. now. So am I. <laughs> now I'm touching Melissa. Um, if it sounds worse, that's why. <laughs> yeah, we're not convinced this is going to sound good, but whatever I it's think worth it, it it lends an air of authenticity sure yeah i mean the intro it's was great it's real <laughs> yeah. and also we have a guest, <gasps> a guest. Oh. <laughs> joining us today is friend of the podcast friend of germany uh, friend of us <laughs> friend of us <laughs> Limi. Limi. <laughs> it's so great to be here um, Limi is one of our patrons and is joining us for a special guest episode where we get to learn about her and chat about Twilight. Yeah. And Germany. And Germany. Yeah. Would you like to yourself, Limi? Yeah, I'm, I'm Limi. I'm from Germany, specifically Leipzig, which is in East Germany. And I'm studying psychology, so I can do a little bit analysis of Ooh. Twilight in that <laughs> regard. And I'm also um, working for a feminist organization, so... I also oh, have an angle right. there. <laughs> yeah. And I got to experience the twilight phase in Germany. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I can't wait. Oh, that's we a have great, major question. Great, great segue. Yeah. Okay. So, like, what was your original twilight phase like? So my original twilight phase was actually kind of already like a guilty pleasure because it was way more toned down, I feel like, in Germany originally. And I had this girl in my class and How she was like, I think I was in sixth grade, so like 11. Love it. Um, so like the first movie just came out, yeah. And I had this girl in my class and she was so well read and she had read so many like kind of adult books and she had read it. So I was like, oh no, then it's okay to read it and to like it. <laughs> because she was like giving it a thumbs up. And other than that, it was kind of like still like, we loved it, and, but it was already like this guilty pleasure mm -hmm. and I originally really loved Bella but I was like not convinced with Edward <gasps> from the get-go <laughs> wow wow that's like the opposite of so many people I feel like what was it that you did not like about Edward and what did you like about Bella I really liked Bella because she was just like that sounds so lame but she was just so normal yeah so I was yeah. like she is me. Yes. <laughs> and <laughs> I was like, I always thought I am probably the only person who really enjoys the chapters where Edward is kind of absent and he, she's just like kind of reading <laughs> Jane Austen novels. And I'm like, yeah, that, that's so cool. <laughs> and where wow. we get into her hat. And like, of course, like the, the romance is also really nice, but I was, he was just, too controlling from the beginning oh, on. Like woke from the start. You were, from you the were start. I don't know. That's true. <laughs> Meanwhile, I was like, "Look, is he like kind of creepy?" No. <laughs> <laughs> this is fine, you guys. <laughs> I was like, "How do I commit someone to do this for me? How do I get a stalker?" <laughs> I think like one major issue with it was 
how like what other books we were reading at the time mm -hmm. because I was like thinking about German youth like YA literature yeah. at the time and I realized a trend which is like in retrospect so creepy we were reading those YA thrillers they had like even like this name arena thrillers I don't know if that was like a thing also in the US that if somebody is gonna know it's gonna be Melissa I don't know I don't think I know that I don't think I know that and they were like so a girl it was a kind of started off like twilight so a girl falls in love with this like kind of charming but mysterious guy and then he turns out to be a serial killer and a rapist and we read that at like 12 and it was like so fucked up no we did not have that and i was like and serial killer and it was like so many like books that we read like that and I think that was like we were just like more suspicious like right. my, me and my friend <laughs> Edward because we were like we don't trust him <laughs> books end. I feel like we had like we had murder books but it was never like the person that the girl falls for then is doing the murder I it, that well, was yeah it was particular trend it was just like were, there's a murderer they were murderers and then they fell in love and they're like I've seen the error of my ways <laughs> <laughs> hang on I have a question okay yeah. <laughs> when you were growing up and you were reading fairy tales did you read like the original creepy messed up fairy tales oh. or did you read like a sanitized version um so, <laughs> so I think we read like uh tamer versions of like those grim fairy yeah. tales but still we read like the Russian fairy tales because like as I said I'm from East Germany which is like a little bit ah. it's, it's former GDR so it's formerly like associated to the Soviet Union right. so actually in my part of Germany which is not the same for like whole Germany they actually learn Russian like in school very often as a second language I didn't I learned Spanish but that is like some something which is like still there and so we read like the russian ones and they're so creepy like <laughs> that prepared you for like the creepier ya books right you know and yeah, i feel like our the creepy ones that we read are the german ones and then you get the creepier ones <laughs> and they were nothing in comparison and like also like i don't know if you know this but like there are those german like nighttime stories which are called like the Strubelpeter and that is like every time so it's like kind of a more morality story so like you learn something out of it but yeah. it's like so it starts with a girl and she plays with fire and then she ends up dead and we She's got red like because she she burns to death or like someone who's like doesn't like their meal and then they starve to death and that we actually got read when we were like six or five or even four it was <laughs> and then it was like night night you can go to bed now honey <laughs> like ring around the posies fucking dark as hell yeah but, but you don't nobody know tells you. nobody tells you until you're like 12 and then you learn that it's about the plague are you familiar with ring around the rosy no <laughs> so children hold hands and they sing this like rhyme it goes like ring around the rosy pocket full of posies ashes ashes we all fall down and on down you like all fall down 
And oh when God. you get older, somebody eventually tells you, like a kid that's like three years older than you, is like, did you know that was about the Black Plague? <laughs> ashes, ashes, we all fall down. That's you fucking died. died. <laughs> Dead. And you're like, that's the most oh, we got. No. <laughs> yeah, that's not like, Sometimes... if you don't like your food, I guess you can start. <laughs> no, it was very explicit from the get-go for us. Like there was one a tale where like someone is like, sucking their thumb and that's like bad so he gets cut off the thumbs and there was like imagery of that and I got read that like with like five or four I I want to do a series of like Twilight as morality tales it's like (laughs) Bella didn't listen when Edward said she that he was a monster (laughs) and now she's dead Yeah, yeah, that like, is like the German version of it. Very tame. Yeah, this actually is making a lot of sense. Like, if you start with Bella falling in love with a mysterious man, of course you're gonna be more skeptical. Yeah, be like, girl, read that book. Read that book. <laughs> that book. You're correct. Hmm. No. But also, I feel like in Germany there was a in general like at least at that time, it was like more toned down in general. We also don't had this like star or celebrity culture. Mm-hmm. Um, because I I only realized that when I was watching a documentary about the only like really celebrity band we ever had, which was called Tokyo Tell. And that was like such a big like <laughs> fangirl thing. And they were the only ones and they literally had to stop because it was like too much in like the German fans were too much. And in Germany, they didn't have any restrictions in place. Mm-hmm. So they were just camping out of, like outside their ho- home for 24 seven. So they had to split up the band and had to go to LA because it was like, <laughs> because it was like an unseen precedent. Wow. And, wow. and everything else is very like our celebrities. They're kind of like the nice guy from next door. And the, like, that is kind of like, <laughs> The German being so powerful that you create a celebrity culture. Celebrity culture. (laughs) Wow. Have you heard? Have you guys heard of Tokyo Tell? Just no, no, no. I don't know. I think I have. When was that? It was like around the time of Twilight, like of of the original Twilight, and it was like these were they were so cool. They got so much hate. Uh, but they were so cool because they actually made people learn German. Like in mm. France, they were majorly successful. You guys have definitely heard of some of their songs. I'm not going to play one. <laughs> they, what, they were cool like, here what too. Are, what, what are like their biggest songs? Uh, it's like... While they were cool here, I was too obsessed with Twilight to know what <laughs> Listeners, it's spelled Tokyo, but wrong with an it's I. Spelled... <laughs> Let me bring up on Spotify. Okay. Go Google it. <laughs> they're they're perfectly like fitting to the whole twilight wow. discussion because they were also massively hated and now they have like kind of this renaissance like wow we love to see it we love to see it i have a question about the movies in germany and reading the books yeah like were the movies dubbed did you watch them in english did you read the books in german oh, like how question. did that work so i read them originally in german and also the movies because we so i was in sixth grade so i was quite young and everything is dubbed in germany so germany is actually the biggest dubbing name like <laughs> i don't know how to say that but, um so they did they just everything is translated everything is dubbed there. 
So for that reason alone, I just watched it in German, but now I prefer to watch it in English, but I still like to read it more in, like I generally read more in German, even like if it's originally in English. Did yeah. you at any point read the Twilight books in English? I read Midnight Sun in English. Like, no. what? Oh my God, what was the experience like? It was, I read Midnight Sun the first time around when it was like kind of post when it leaked. Uh -huh. And I was actually kind of in my anti-Twilight phase at yeah. that point. <laughs> but I was like, oh, <laughs> I'm feeling it. It's so powerful. And I think this time around, it, it was kind of a mess, but it was <laughs> still a beautiful mess. <laughs> a beautiful mess. It's like in all the time that you're reading and you're like, this is a slog, this is so painful, whatever. But then you like get to the moment that like shoots you back when you're 13 and you're like, yeah. Or at least that's how I felt. Yeah, definitely. So listen, Eris, Limi has informed us that where she lives in Germany is the location of like one of the largest goth festivals in the world, which obviously is I find Twilight related. Right. That's, that's <laughs> obviously related. Please tell us about it. Um, should we go? <laughs> Have you been? We want to know everything. So the Wave Gothic Festival it's called, and it's like has been around since the 90s. And it's like started out fairly small but got massive over the years and it's now one of the biggest goth festivals and I thought it was like so cool I was never like a proper goth but just like occasional <laughs> like not, not, not even occasional I was like more like seasonal when the goth festival yeah, came around we were all seasonal <laughs> that's the episode title <laughs> okay okay I just need to like when you say goth, since you're in Germany, part of my brain is like, oh, she probably means like some historical, like, like gothic for real. But like, you mean like goths? No, I mean the like the proper goths, like, yeah. uh, like with the costumes and everything. It is so cool because it's uh, it's not one festival festival's location, but it's all over the city. Oh. So you can buy like a ticket. And then just go to the different music gigs and the different things which are happening. Some of them are over, you have to be over 18 because it's like sexual stuff. Oh. <laughs> sexy but stuff. Maya just but, started Googling it so that we could look at pictures. These are unreal. <laughs> they <laughs> look so I amazing. And most of them make their outfits themselves. They look so it's incredible yeah. oh my God. i went saw a woman and she just had a dress made out of just book pages and they were like old and she just had, had this i don't know why i thought you were gown made out of book pages and it made it took like a year to make it and it was just like so fantastic and also the, <laughs> the great thing is like everyone wants to take pictures with those people so like there's actually cues of like the people with the very cool outfits and just like people are oh can i take a picture and then some people they don't get 
like to move around because like just people random people oh queuing for those God. other random people who just have this awesome outfits got celebrity culture yes imagine it's so like you know how like if it's like graduation or prom or something you don't want to wear the same dress as someone else what if you showed up at the goth festival and you and someone else made the exact same extravagant <laughs> oh man <laughs> red dragon with a <laughs> tail made of knives. If that happened to me, I'd be like, you're my fucking mind twin. I'd be, like, um, <laughs> I'd be like, we're psychic. Definitely. Me, how many no, times have you been? So I went always not, I didn't buy the tickets because we just went to the free stuff. So yeah. be, because there were also like a Victorian brunch, which you could Ooh. have and you could just like bring your own brunch but it was like a bunch of people just in our parks and just like it's so amazing so we always just dressed up and just went i was um, thinking if i were a vampire <laughs> who's to say i'm not um, <laughs> but if i were a vampire i would like love a festival like that yeah you could actually hang out yeah is this not they're what actually right I mean, there are actually coven really meetings and stuff like that and vampire meetings in the the, the goth scene like <laughs> it, it's a very different vampire to edward i'd say because like actually <laughs> edward is kind of like the vampire you would introduce your parents to <laughs> <laughs> And like, these are supposedly the ones you would not, but they are also called themselves vampire. So like spelled with a Y. So yeah, because <laughs> they're different. Because they're like real. So like, yeah. it's like when they're like magic with a Y because like, it's real. Fairy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like it's a whole fairy. subculture. But the strange thing is that in German YA culture, we don't have any vampires. Like in German, like there are no German books about vampires. But then I also noticed there are kind of no German books about like just romance because like everything in Ger like German books are all about basically uh, they're all about the Second World War. Oh. And just, that <laughs> makes like, sense. Is it all murder <laughs> books? Like, is it all? What are all the books? But I guess that makes sense. I was it's like, just like, like family like tragedy. That's like all. There is. What do you still read? Any um, young adult now, or were you just reading it when you were that age? I do still read it now, and I also yeah. do Dope. read the German YA, but it's all never set in Germany. It's always set mostly in in great britain but like germany is just not a glamorous place Aww. to set a novel in i guess i don't know that makes it sound like the german perspective of great britain is just like oh they're like very like adolescent um, <laughs> maybe yeah i think it's just the go-to because it's kind of similar to germany but a bit more like prestigious and glamorous and not so bureaucratic and like kind of <laughs> unsexy because like imagine like the names it just like doesn't work if the there's like i like, can't believe that that's like also germans doing it to themselves and, uh, germans do it to themselves <laughs> you guys about yourselves <laughs> i like the germany once 
I oh you have <laughs> I went to, so I spent my junior year of college abroad in London um, and would take like weekend trips places and I went to Berlin and I will admit I did not have the best time ever because it was <laughs> extremely cold and I didn't pack enough warm clothes and also I'm a vegetarian so all I could eat was like pretzels and falafel <laughs> in, in Berlin how did this happen to you what? When okay. was that? In 1990? <laughs> <laughs> that old. Oh, my God. <laughs> but, like, Berlin is literally, like, the most, like, we always have this this joke that Berlin is just, like, full of hipsters, and it's, like, kind of. I kinda... find <laughs> yeah, the hipsters? Maybe, like, are the touristy places not like that? It's very possible. Like, maybe, maybe the traditional so. touristy places are, like, sausage and beer. Right. They're like, so. you're in Germany. Here's and the people who live there are, like, we're all hipsters. What do you mean? I, I, I don't Skyrim get where or... you were in Berlin because Berlin is very much vegan restaurants all over the place. Oh, my God. Wow. I didn't find any of them. You couldn't them. find them. I couldn't find my people. <laughs> but I remember Germany feeling so, like, slick and, like, stylish. Because, like, we were, like, reading about clubs. And it was, like... Yeah, you like, you don't know if they're gonna let you in. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, that's if you're a not big cool thing. enough. And I was like, I'm not cool enough. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to try. Uh, Selling yourself short. Yeah. I don't know, you guys. What yeah, you you're so cool. I, I don't know. I think you would get so in cool. definitely. <laughs> yeah. No, but that's such a that's such a Berlin thing. Like, I mean, there is this this whole thing about oh my god, it's Berlin, like. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go back to Germany and I want to see, like, I want to go back to Berlin to, like, have, you know, a better time. Yeah, I find all these vegan restaurants. Yeah, I want to go to the goth festival. I want to, like, come to Leipzig. The German countryside. (laughs) This is fun. What is is your town like other than having this giant goth festival? So it's it's very left wing in a more, like, conservative place. So that is really cool. (laughs) So a lot of Antifa. (laughs) So we, were, <laughs> we were always going with like uh co- containering is that a th- that's not a term in english like uh dumpster diving yes oh, okay. <laughs> containering makes it sound so much it feels like you're putting everything in a container just like it's like because you get into the containers and just like right nick wow. the stuff i'm gonna text my freegan friend i don't know if you've heard of a freegan um it's a vegan who will eat meat if it's free. <laughs> so like, we'll, I have never. Meat. Are heard they from? That. Are they from Portland, Oregon? Not this person. This person's from Kentucky. Oh, I've literally never heard that. I've yeah. heard oh, that. so like, roadkill. Yeah, they would eat roadkill in theory, or, or like food that's gonna go to waste. Yeah, but like, like nobody thinking, eats it, like, so they'll eat it. Yeah, but I and I, I know people in Kentucky who eat roadkill. So. Oh. But another thing which was really nice about the Goth Festival, so we went there when we were really young, so it normalized a bunch of stuff for us. Like, I, for example, when I was 14, I saw, like, a woman, and she had this, like, human dog, so, like, the dog king. Oh, like a, on a, like a sex thing? And oh, yep, he barely was wearing anything. And in the other hand, she was, like, uh, having a stroller with her baby in it. <laughs> and I was like, that is so cool. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, need to be there. <laughs> okay, we're going. Is, I mean, have it? you heard about, like, the free body culture movement? 
No. no. I was gonna say, oh, I was going to say yes. Free body culture? Yeah. What is I haven't it? heard of this. It's like, so that's not West Germany. So it's very specifically in East Germany. It's a former GDR. But we have this like massive thing about nude beaches. So <laughs> we're just like, I saw in my youth more than one teacher accidentally naked. It was scary <laughs> for <laughs> Our equivalent was like seeing the teacher at the grocery store and it being weird. Like that's yeah. like, oh, oh, you have oh. no idea. <laughs> Repressed and American, we are. So we're like, no. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like it was pretty traumatizing. I mean, like, it it kind of like it was like weird, but it was not too traumatizing because, like, I I guess our sex education was also like there was this um, weird teacher some. we had, and he was like showing us sites where we could look up uh, different positions, and we were like, oh, okay, that is that might was. No that's what way. happened so like in school like, yeah for sure like abstinence only i did not know that existed like this like that was something i learned yeah, from, like, america american tv and stuff what, because nah. what, what is such did you start having those classes in so it started third grade so when we were nine um it like the basic stuff so like yeah. just like how like babies are made right. kind of and then like it moved on like you should have it like at least every two years but sometimes teachers are a little bit more conservative or repressed and then they push it until the end of the year and then they were like uh here are com condoms be safe <laughs> go away <laughs> vacations yay yeah, yeah. wow i've already <laughs> talked about this on the pod but like in my absence only education they would like literally throw candy at us like they'd like ask us questions and you'd be like don't have sex and they'd like throw a tootsie roll at you <laughs> oh God, like what? it was a festival of abstinence like, that is so like <laughs> just like it doesn't work it doesn't and also like for me that's why like the abstinence only like kind of angle of twilight that actually didn't really occur to me that this was Ab like abstinence early. Oh Never. <laughs> it was like thought about that. <laughs> was it just like blowing this wide open? Shit. Was it just like confusing that they were it, being weird about it? I thought it was just like she wanted to have sex, but and he was like just from an older time, so like he didn't. So he she was respecting his choice, which I was like, that's okay. Yeah. It's kind of yeah. like, <laughs> and also it kind of. Uh, one observation I have made is that she kind of so in the book it's she had they have the marriage and then they have sex mm -hmm. but actually their kind of real marriage as I would like perceive it is like her becoming a vampire because from then on they will live together forever yeah so she cool. kind of made sure that they would have sex be before she made this commitment <laughs> Wow. So I actually wow. don't think that the abstinence only is so strong in that book, how everyone thinks it is. <laughs> or you could wow. read it from a different angle, right. I think. Yeah, like what is the human like ritual of marriage compared right. to turning someone into a vampire with the intent to stay together forever? Yeah. 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 Yeah.
Like, until your atoms okay. dissolve. Okay, I'm gonna play American Devil's Advocate, which is that I think that Stephanie would be like, well, actually, human marriage is also for eternity. Because you get married, and then, like, in eternity, in heaven, you are married to your partner. But so, Edward's not going to heaven. Yeah. He's not. Heaven's, yeah, he's convinced. <laughs> he's like, but, I need yeah, to also, this is as good as it gets. <laughs> well, not even if he just doesn't believe that he gets to heaven, but he stays, like, he lives forever, so he eventually doesn't really get go to heaven so it's kind of <laughs> a little bit different so that is their kind of equivalent well this leads into our next question yeah. and maybe this is like maybe that's your answer but we always <laughs> like to ask our guests like what is your twilight hot take or like your unpopular opinion or thing that people should be talking about in twilight that they're not in your opinion i feel like it's i feel like that was it. <laughs> well, what if there's something else I got, you know, what do you think of other things <laughs> i think it's i've read this thing about a lot of mormon authors becoming fantasy authors and then like stephanie meyer is also mormon which i didn't know for quite a while and I think that it's actually kind of for her. So it's always this interpretation that she pushes on this Christian belief and this Christian ideology of abstinence only. But I think it's actually the other way around that it's like kind of an escapism for her to uh, like not right. <laughs> to That's not true. have like that. Vampires so, are sexy, right? Yeah. yeah. Vampires like are sexy. The There's a lot of sexual tension. Wants to get it. Yeah. A lot. A lot. It's she's trying real hard page. to get it's it. It's like a big topic. Yeah. Especially and, now that we're like going into eclipse. Oh yes. Yeah. Girlfriend's horny AF. <laughs> like it's a plot point. <laughs> and actually I I've read like a study about that that actually this abstinence only message was also not so much influential on the teens who read on girls who read it but it was more the sexual fantasies and then the fan fiction about it which actually helped them explore sexual right um wow. identity and sexual orientation and stuff like that so i don't know i it reads to me a little bit like oh there's like this other world and i kind of <laughs> and she kind of wants to explore it i can <laughs> really yeah. see that it, it kind of equates like fantasy vampires werewolves and then also sex they're yeah. like they're really equated in twilight like this the otherworldly, like right <laughs> like man i really yeah. wish i were a vampire man i really then wish i, I were have sex all sex. the time <laughs> and not i mean I mean, this whole, like, the whole gothic scene vampire subculture is very much about sex and BDSM as well. Oh my God. And, like, being kinky, being outside of society. Right. Right. If you think about Stephanie Meyer writing Twilight, you know, she was married, she had young children at home, Mm -hmm. she was a stay-at-home mother, right? I'm sure that, like, her life was very much focused on the home and her children, and probably felt like very overwhelming and very repetitive and it would be fun to like imagine your life kind of sexier totally in that when you have like young children and you're exhausted all the time stephanie like, sounds repressed as fuck <laughs> oh <laughs> for sure 
so that's kind of my my reading of the whole <laughs> and then like also I think <laughs> which was funny because I had like a hot take which was like not really a hot take for the world but just for my teachers because I had a rebellious moment when I ha had to write my final exam a literary for literary class um so it was like in an essay form and the final exams they were as kind of as important as the SATs I guess <laughs> if I <Yeah>. like <laughs> so it was like important and the question was um is literature still relevant and I just wrote a whole essay about how Twilight was similar to Hamlet and how it was like kind of all the same and there is no trivial literature how they always call it and I was like I'm so done with this like shitting on like yeah kind of literature and then like praising other kind and then I was like my teacher did not like that I found a bad point oh, but I was like but in the end wow. I studied <laughs> I got in so cool do you still have the essay uh, <laughs> in Germany they don't give you uh, back the essay because uh, they don't want um, people to sue the okay. schools. Oh, so it's locked it's up. You do not get it back. And you kind of have to just like in, in I okay, that is like kind of a cliche, but in America, I think people wouldn't take that. People would just be like, no, well, no, no, give me back my essay. It's my writing, well, but on the essay it's my property. Stuff, <laughs> no, stuff that you do in a test, you don't see again. Like, I don't know. I couldn't look at my SAT essay or my- It's, like, it's not like I had the subject test. That well, that's true, but essays. it's like mailed out, you know? The SATs. What do you mean? Well, you take the SATs and you ma they mail the stuff. To right, the like you write it down and then it goes somewhere else and you don't have it. Yeah, this kind of sounds like it was graded by like a teacher. Yeah, it's like um, a teacher from my school and then a teacher from another school. And if they don't agree, it's a, a third teacher. It's like a whole, <laughs> it's a whole thing. <laughs> I, so one thing we're not allowed to see is our college recommendation letters. Like a, a teacher writes you a letter and it goes into your application for colleges. And I harassed the teacher until I got to see mine. Uh, oh, we kind of. Oh, yeah. Like, maybe we wouldn't put up with it. Because I didn't put up with it. I was like, no, I'm my know fucking it's letter. I was like, it's about me. It's about me. I want to well, see it. We don't have this whole, like, getting into college with, like, teacher recommendation letters. Right. But the when we apply for a master and then we need a recommendation letter, we kind of often write it ourselves because like the people in the university Sorry. are like I can't be bothered to write all those recommendation letters so you kind of write it yourself oh, and then true. they I just did write it. one time my, my stepdad was my first ever boss um and I was like I need a letter of recommendation and he was like okay write it and I wrote I it like, and then he signed the bottom <laughs> were you like Melissa is luminous <laughs> dopest cat in town <laughs> yeah so that was like my other that was my other hot take which was like more a hot take against my teacher <laughs> like, oh it's true yeah. though I feel like academia has that like elitism of like what is good yeah. literature and right. what's, what's yeah. popular is not good and as people who work in children's liter popular children's <laughs> literature Hopefully. we're on your side <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're not trying to make books that are like critically acclaimed but no one reads it um we want them to be good and why do you read it yeah. <laughs> yeah 
Um, I was wondering, oh, do I forget my question? Well, we could ask first, the classic, I mean, you already told us that you were very skeptical of Edward going in, so Team Edward, Team Jacob, or neither? Some more like neither, but <laughs> if I have to pick, it's still more Edward because Bella wanted Edward, so. Right. That's what I'm saying. And right, yeah. because Bella chooses Edward. Yeah. yeah. And I'm, al- I'm always very loyal to, like, the first kind of pick. Yeah. So I was, like, I was even Team Stefan, which no one was. <laughs> I'm Team Stefan! Yeah! Oh, my God. Yes! I feel like that probably didn't even record. So if that didn't record, <laughs> Melissa just agreed that she was also Team Stefan. Vindication! <laughs> That's great. I'm very happy for you guys. Oh, thank God. <laughs> um, how do you feel about Bella as a friend? Would you be Bella's friend? Or would you be like, no, I see how she treats Jessica and everyone else. I don't want to be her friend. No, we have a lot in common. So in my first Twilight phase, I definitely thought, oh, yeah, I, I, I would like to hang out with her. But like, also, <laughs> because my second Twilight phase is very much influenced by you guys, I was yeah! like, <laughs> I'm like, um, look, like, treat Jessica better. I'm also reading now a book and like, there's already so many bit like mentionings of, oh, those bitches and I'm like, girl, treat, treat your girlfriends better. That's, oh, good. that's the reason why my favorite movie when I was like very young was uh, Legally Blonde because I was like, yeah. 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 Okay, okay, okay. I have to ask you a question. Are you familiar with the actress Jennifer Coolidge from Legally Blonde? She's yes. the one with the weird mouth? Yes. Um, if you were to cast Jennifer Coolidge in the Twilight <laughs> movies, who would you cast her as? I didn't think you were going to be able to ever ask this question to anyone. I'm asking. It came up naturally. Wow. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> I'll tell you right now, I would cast her as Arrow. Um, she'd be like, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> Just for that one line. Yeah, only for that one line. I kind of want to see her as like um, a version of Charlie. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so if you remember our previous guest episode with Lauren and Layla, I texted them that question like a week ago in the middle of the night when I saw it up. (laughs) And Lauren said Charlie. (gasps) You agreed. You guys agree. I think it was just like it would just be so fun. I think Bella she's most had... likely to get cast as like Renee, and I also don't hate her in that though. I want you to come to Florida feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was great, Maya. <laughs> okay, and then the other question I thought up in the middle of the night in Texas, <laughs> and now I'm gonna ask you is. If you were to cast Twilight as a Muppet movie, would you do one Muppet and everyone else is a human? Or would you do everyone is a Muppet and only one person is a human? (laughs) Okay, first question is, do you have the Muppet movies? I'm familiar. It's not that big. (laughs) We were more Sesame Street. 
Rob. Okay, yeah, Professor Rob. Yeah. That's Jim Henson. Oh, that is that is the same thing. So essentially, yeah, it's like the same thing. Okay. Same universe. I think I would go with one Muppet, and everyone else is normal and then i would be that muppet would be edward <laughs> i would propose another option where like the vampires are the muppets <laughs> oh yes <laughs> that would be so funny because it would be like yeah we just try to blend in and nobody suspects anything but also the Jacob would be, I can't believe you want to become a Muppet. <laughs> and then when Bella does turn into a vampire, she falls asleep a human and wakes up a Muppet. I just see, like, the, like, backlit, like, like Miss Piggy-style Muppet that is Bella with, like, her Hi. hair whipped back in the wind. Everyone's just like, you're so beautiful. <laughs> Did you guys have a lot of parodies of Twilight? Oh my god, what'd you say? Did you guys had a lot of parodies or a lot of like making fun of Twilight? Yes. Yeah. I wonder if there's a Muppet Twilight parody. I'm, I'm not sure there, there is. There's a Hunger Games parody. Yeah, of Muppets. Didn't Maya send that to us? Probably. Yeah, there weren't any like. Well, um, it, there was a book called Nightlight. Do you guys remember that? No. no. It was from. Uh, it was like a National Lampoon type of thing, but it was literally published. I bought it in my anti-Twilight phase. Wow. Oh my god. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> because we had like something called High School Grusical, which was like a mashup of like High School Musical and uh, Twilight and just like <laughs> making fun of it. It was so good. I and love it was that! Also- <laughs> and it was also set in Germany first and then they moved to America <laughs> like everyone was like they, there was actually this joke that everyone was like so sexually suppressed in America <laughs> <laughs> that sounds so funny if that exists in an English version I really want to see it you can all send it I to mean, me in German I'll watch it. <laughs> yeah I'll still watch it I won't get it but I'll laugh <laughs> And then there was like the sitcom where like they imagined Bella and Edward in like 200 years and they were like so over each other. (laughs) (laughs) It is truly like, listen, forever is really, 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 really really long. long. (laughs) A lot of people didn't even make it through the pandemic. (laughs) Like, and that's been going on a year and a half. Okay, Um, our last question, Lini, is as we ask all of our guests, uh, if you turned into a vampire, what power would you have? As an extension of this question, you do a lot of cool things, as you mentioned at the beginning. So, like, is one of your, like, skills or hobbies a thing that you feel like would, like, translate into your vampire life well? So, <laughs> I thought about this, and, okay, I have to tell the story for that. Is that okay? Yes. <laughs> yes, yes. We need so to <laughs> So, Um, I recently was like walking somewhere and I had to catch a train and I was walking on the sidewalk and then on the street a car opened and a woman was just like screaming and was like um, let me out let me out it was like just very kind of confusing and I was like and no one was paying attention and I was like 
my, my first guilty thought was like, oh, I'm going to miss my train. But then my second <laughs> thought is like, I better do something about it because no one else is. So I went to the car and I was like, what's going on here? And then like the man explained to me that she had amnesia. And so I was like, oh, okay, that kind of makes sense. But like, then how I checked that. Right. And I was like, so you have to get out of the car now. Um, or I was more like, I have to make you get out of the car now. I have to show me um, like her uh, disability card. I don't know what it's called in English. And then you can go. And like, I was, and he did that. And then, um, and then I let them go. And I was like very apologetic about it because it turned out to be like the truth. But I was like, yeah, I have to not, make sure. You'd be a that, yeah <laughs> i have to make sure the woman is safe and then afterwards i i was like i didn't really th thought much about it i was like okay yeah everyone would have done something similar at yeah. least like the people i know and and then i was like telling the story to my father and he was like you made this poor man get out of his car and show him your ID. And they were like, well, you must be very convincing in those situations. And I was like, I guess I am. <laughs> if it's like a kind of like <laughs> a death or survive situation, I'm like, here's what you have to do. So wow. I'm like, I, I think I could like influence people's I either influence people's perception about me or make people Ooh. do what I like. <laughs> yeah. Like, if you ask them power. to do the thing, they're just, I mean, that's like a little bit what Renee has, like, oh, sort yeah, of like her. ability, but like, instead of just like being really loud, you're just like very convincing to people. Yeah. Just wanna so believe. that would like, I would, would be that power. That's so good. I'd be like, I'm a dog. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, really tall for a dog. Yes, I am. I mean, Stephanie is not so much about like limitation on powers, but I think I couldn't um, like there have to be like oh, totally. limitations. So I, I think I couldn't convince people that I'm a dog, but just like <laughs> <laughs> things are just <laughs> fucking hilarious. It's because you're a responsible person, as evidenced by the story that you told <laughs> us. True. I mean, I was like. I was brought up like this. My mom is a doctor and she always like in my mind, always when I, we were young, she had to stop at some emergency. Like it was probably just like three or four times in my whole life. But it just like felt like always like ages because then you have to wait until like the ER, like, like until the pe person gets picked up and gets yeah. to the ER. And it always felt like ages and I, we we're always like there and like no one else was stopping and my mom yeah. was like you have to wow. stop wow. <laughs> imagine I, I imagine stephanie taking this though and like esme just being like her power is being very responsible <laughs> it's true She's you're like so, so responsible so noble like can't walk by anybody in pain at all her car is <laughs> so boring always changed exactly on time <laughs> 
Um, I really like how your story brings us back around to the beginning in that also you assumed the worst. You were like, listen, there's a woman screaming. This guy's probably a murderer and I have to go do something about yeah. it. Because I read all those books as a child <laughs> about murderers. Because we don't trust German men. That's, <laughs> that's right. Well, that was a good episode. <laughs> Uh, um, thank you for joining us. Thank Lee. you so thank much. You so much. What a so joy. Good. We had lots of fun. We hope you did too. Yeah, I totally had so much fun. Um, do you want to be besties? Do you want to be friends forever? <laughs> you should totally come to Leipzig and just yeah. like, yeah. 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 Leamy, thank you for joining us so much. Everybody, thank you. Thanks. You're you welcome. Can- Email us with questions and comments in twi- at twilightfacepodcast at gmail.com. Don't hang on, hang on, laugh hang on. at me. Tell us, write in, and tell us how you would dress up to attend the goth festival. Yes. Oh my god. Please paint a picture with words. Yes. If you'd like to support the podcast like Leamy does, check out patreon.com slash twilightfacepodcast. Thank you to our patrons, Melina, Bridget, Eric, Samantha, Aaron, Karen, Ed, Bailey, Laura, Andrea, and Leamy. And Leamy. <laughs> Thanks, Lumi. You can follow us at Twilight <laughs> underscore Phase on Twitter and Instagram and Twilight Phase Podcast on Tumblr. Disclaimer, we own yeah. nothing. The Twilight Universe and all characters belong only to Stephanie Meyer. Please don't sue us. Don't do it. Audio <laughs> editing by Olivia Valcarce. That's me. Cover image by Laura Shermer. Our theme music is written and performed by Adrian Mooring. We'll be back next week. And if you don't like it... Oh, wait, 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 wait. Lumi, do you have anything you want to plug? Oh, Yeah. Social media, the what? What do people plug? I don't know. Your the podcast you're doing. Yeah. I mean, if anyone understands German, they could check out a feminist podcast called Frauen reden sowieso. Check that out. Check that out anyway. And then that's not related to me, but the documentary about Fox, how Twilight saved a town. It's so cool, and that actually was what sparked my twilight renaissance so like yeah and check out tokyo hotel <laughs> they are so cool <laughs> okay for real this time we'll be back next week and if you don't like it you can bite me yeah!